Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to the AEW Rampage review taped from Las Vegas. Nice. I'm Michael Sidgwick, joined by fellow Dadly Boy Michael Hamflin to discuss everything that happened on uh, Wednesday slash Friday show. Uh, but before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure to subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on um, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from. The Daily Wrestling Podcasts, where we preview and review Dynamite, Rampage, Raw, SmackDown, the show formerly known as NXT 2.0, premium live events, pay-per-views, we have roundtable discussions, wrestler interviews on occasions, and a roundup of the week complete, not this week of course, on wrestling culture with a bloody good quiz of course. Rampage Live, Michael Hamlet, we have travelled an ocean. Yes. We have travelled for ten hours. We have taken ages to check into a hotel. <laughs> we have spent six hours in wildly overrated yes. Terminal 5 of Heathrow Airport. Uh-huh. Absolutely exhausted. One proper big pub where anyone can get tables is a friggin' Weatherspoons. Up your game, Terminal 5. Yeah, I know. Small pubs. There's everyone in that pub. You know, people. There's like if you go to Terminal Five in Heathrow Airport in London, there's a, a Weatherspoons, and then for pretty much, and there's some restaurants upstairs, and for pretty much the rest of it, there's like technology shops, fancy Dane shops, and that's the thing. It's fancy Dane stuff. So you've got Harrods, you've got all these really high end jewelers, you've got like these really sort of high end um, fashion boutiques in the middle, and no one's going to them. Yeah, people. Drop an eye and say, "How much does that cost?" <laughs> yeah, like I did. Like, how much does that cost? And then they just walk on because they're not going to buy it. Just put some pubs in place of this posh filth. Yeah. So we've done that. Then ten hours on the plane, and then a taxi, a check-in. And you wake up and you're exhausted, but it's all worth it because we're going to see AEW live. And Rampage was part of the package. <laughs> It was a 6.5 out of 10, wasn't it? Certainly was. Yeah. It certainly was. <laughs> it was a 6.5 out of 10 experience. I am... Um, I, I don't want to be a dick. No. Like, people would kill to... Well, not kill. But people would freaking love to go to a rampage. 100%. We are not telling you that we aren't in a privileged position. We are... It was a 6.5 out of 10 rampage, and it was entering the fourth hour of a TV taping. That's as key to the book in a rampage, is that fourth hour. I would never... This is just me personally. I would never leave an AW show before the end of Rampage, as we've seen on a lot of TV Rampages. Half the crowd has bailed before that's even started because of what you've just described. I value the experience more than that. I wouldn't, you know, AW runs towns a lot. If you're a, 
Chicago in, or even somebody from Las Vegas or Texas. I know it's a big state, so that's, you know, I'm being very British about it, but those places where they constantly go back to, I could kind of understand why you would get dynamite and then think, I'm beating the traffic, yeah. or I'm getting away, I've got work in the morning, whatever your thing is. Because it's just, it is so, like, inherently rampage. The rampage of it all. Yeah. Like, there's the point at which the graphic in the building, I said to you, that's going to switch from dynamite to rampage in a second. You can't help but have your heart break a yeah. little bit. And, like, as a result, yeah, for a, it's so weird. Like, you're almost rooting for it to be better than it is. Yeah. But the wrestlers, by and large, like, are in programs that only, in inverted corners, corners? Inverted commas warrant rampage slots rather than dynamite ones. I'll say that I said this on the dynamite review that they've got the balance right of what belongs where at the moment. It feels like, and this taping lens, like we touched on it in the dynamite review, and I really don't want it to become the defining factor of these reviews. Like, it's just we're tripping over ourselves. To say how amazing this is. Yeah, it is amazing. It is amazing. Dot dot dot. The four of us, me, you, Phil, Simon Miller, couldn't avoid having a lot of conversations last night on our way home about the length of the taping. It was it was literally unavoidable. Yeah. We want to shout out as well, Julius, yes. who we met. Because um, we met Julius after, when we were leaving, and like this is where we confessed something that some people would consider a cardinal sin. We had to get away before the Ring of Honor taping concluded. In order to cover AW on time. Yeah, Because we were not here for Ring of Honor because it would just not get numbers. Yeah. We would have taken... As little as we could have it, if it yeah. was all the best stuff, but it wasn't. There was other commitments to the coverage of AEW that we needed to do, and Ring of Honor was going on. We were deep into the sixth hour when we decided to leave, of being in our seats. Sixth hour. And it wasn't finished. And it turned out what we thought was going to happen wasn't even the full extent of it. There was more to come that we didn't even realise. And we met Julius, who was great, and he was like we um, had a bit of crap with him about his own experiences of the show, and he said he was going to the show at Double Nothing. So shout out Julius if you're listening. Julius, and I don't think he'd mind us telling this story, was stood outside not watching the wrestling because he needed to find a plug socket to charge his phone so we could go back in the show. Because the taping was so long that it drained his phone battery. And he had to like... Did he say some of his friends had already left? And there was some that were still there that he was going back to? I can't remember if Julia said that he was trying to convince his friends to wait to go and eat because they were starving. That was it, yeah. Um, (laughs) Because he wanted to see Shabbatah. And he was kind of like torn, and I was saying to the young man, like, Jesus Christ, it's probably not going to be the full Shabbat experience, mm-hmm. and it's going to be a little bit bittersweet because he's going to be working in front of a thousand people. Probably three figures by then. Realistically, I reckon, like, if you look at that building and the fact that, like, we were far from, the like, we weren't the only ones leaving when we were leaving. Yeah. I think enough people had that feeling of, I, I, I can't do this anymore. I, I haven't eaten, I haven't, like, you know, or, like, as you say, like, the. You've missed tea time. Yeah, <laughs> like it sounds. You feel so petty. These are such petty gripes. I know. People could, would kill for these experiences. And Jen, but I said this on the Dynamite review. I think there is a relevant argument about fan experience. I'm really anal when it comes to wanting to get to shows very much on time. I like to see the just me. I like to see the first match. I get stressed about asking people to move. You know, like, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. There's various reasons why I just Same. like being there on time, right? So I have no complaints about going the duration end to end at these events. That's my choice. In hindsight, I would maybe suffer some of those anxieties and just get there 15 minutes for dynamite, and that's not to discredit the workers that worked hard on the Ring of Honor tapings. Because we enjoyed a lot of it. Yeah, but you've seen you what your five matches deep before dynamite even kicks off, and those wrestlers probably aren't encouraged to go crazy because then the crowd won't be hot for dynamite. Yeah, um, it's 
structurally an incredibly difficult thing to manage and I'm not sure this from a fan live experience point of view is the most effective way to do it it was bizarre we'll get to Rampage imminently and there's some stuff that we really enjoyed you guys do this every week yeah (laughs) give you some non-spoiler indication of what to look out for on on a club if you're into that sort Mm -hmm. of thing Um, all 800 of you (laughs) same number of matches I it's one thing we'll say about Ring of Honor, right, is that if you pay a ticket for AEW, Ring of Honor is ostensibly a bonus. You are not obligated to stay. Mm-hmm. They do not barricade you inside of the building. You can leave whenever you want. You're going to get dynamite. And even if... Lots of people were arriving just before dynamite started. Yes. The crowd got bigger very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's completely optional. It's entitled to whinge and moan about it. I grasp this when you've not paid a ticket. No one's bought a ticket for AW plus Ring of Honor. Yeah. It's just there if you want it. But the way I'm looking at it here, right, is that there's an hour of Ring of Honor and then you get Dynamite and you're going, entering the fourth hour of a taping for the, what is essentially at this point already the C show of AEW for the fourth hour and that's AEW, you bought your ticket for that and Rampage and Dynamite. So it feels like Tony Khan doesn't want to put ROH get out of the way and tape it in front of a big building because he knows if he does two hours of it and then two hours of dynamite he risks burnout in the last hour of dynamite yeah so what he does is hour of ring of honor two hours of dynamite an hour of rampage and then another hour of ring of honor because he knows he can't get away with risking a diminished crowd response so it does get in the way of Dynamite, and it does get in the way of AEW. Ring of Honor does, it is an imposition. Like it was an imposition on the narrative and mm. storylines last year. Now it's an imposition on the energy and the atmosphere because Rampage, like, again, if it was just, you got one dark match, QT Marshall versus a hot baby face, people like it the minute. And then you do Dynamite, and then Rampage might have a chance. Mm. At the minute, with the way these are formatted, it has no chance whatsoever. Do you know something else as well that I didn't, Realize until we were off the air from Dynamite and back getting ready for Rampage and all that sort of stuff. Do you remember how fun and like long but really fun the post Dynamite little chats were with all the top baby faces, whether it was Punk messing around with Dan Housen and selling yeah. for Hook for 10 minutes or Tony Khan like getting in the ring in a funny way yeah. but like putting on Orange Cassidy's we glasses? To we saw Tony Khan in the wild. At large. Doing his live crowd stuff. He's the best. That's that's almost worth the price of admission. Like he's he's a weird guy. He's a weird guy. He's a very he, talented. He owns guy. his his eccentricities. I think he's so funny. Like the way he shuts out his arms at various points. I just don't know what the man's doing. He's great at what he does. He tees himself up for a killer line. He just walks away. Yeah, no. I'm done now. <laughs> And he just goes up, he peaks, like like my inability to control like these microphones because I can't do the tech as well as the yeah. robot. He'll just peak, but it's his voice. That's right, that's. We're here in Las Vegas. And then his arm will just go up all <laughs> sideways. Stay there. He's the best. So great. Aye. But aye. Uh, we'll yeah, the... Just a nice warm end of the show. Yeah. Like, see you next time. Like, drive safe, whatever. Thanks, Ring of Honor. You can't, like, you, can't, you can sort of out the ring and like very, very sort of incredible crack crew team getting it all done as fast as they can loads of ring apron and turnbuckle changes like the whole deal if you have to accommodate Ring of Honor to a point where it can't help but be at the detriment of AEW you're doing it wrong just do it in Universal mm, yeah just definitely. do it at Universal but um, we um, 
Phil and Miller informed us as our Ring of Honor correspondents at What Culture that they had to spoil an ongoing angle as a result of one of the matches they taped last night. Yeah. Because they're into like the WCW of the early nineties taping schedule of needing to get the matches in the in the cane. In the cane. So yeah, we got that. All that said, of a tired crowd imposed upon by Ring of Honor, which happens an hour before and after AEW. The claim come out for the opener and they're the most overacting the entire goddamn building. Amazing. Yeah. Like they were more over than Orange Cassidy just about. Mm-hmm. House of Black rivaled them. Yeah. Which makes me think that the sleeper want to look out for, you heard it here first, a double or nothing. If it happens, we got no explicit no. thing one way or the other. Um The challenge was laid down, wasn't it? By the time you listen to this, it might be official. Given how over both of those acts are, that could be the sleep allowed hit of the entire um, evening Mm -hmm. on Sunday. So, yeah, the acclaimed come out. They are so over. They do a rap. Can you remember the rap? No. We, like, fastidious note takers, we weren't. In the building. Mm. But it was funny. It's a a vibes podcast this weekend. It was funny. It it was funny. It wasn't, like, blow away great, and it didn't... But you know what? Sometimes... Max Caster chases like a monster pop off uh, like a line that goes close to the edge. And as a baby face, he's done that a bit less. And I kind of welcome that. Yeah. If you can get a creative gag without sort of going controversial for the sake of it, no bad thing. Yeah. Like, don't make me question why I want to cheer for you. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. So they defeat Roosh, Preston, Vance and Listico. <laughs> Roosh is my favourite wrestler. Roosh is my favourite wrestler. two-week turnaround and he's the best. He's the best. Um, it's back and forth. Um, ratio of offence 50-50. If you want to be weird about it, like I'll just be for some reason. <laughs> back and forth. That's the easier way of saying it. It's our action. It's fun. There's some uh, nice exchanges. The acclaim will win at the end. Billy Gunn is so goddamn over. Oh, Thank yeah. God to these people. He does this thing where he goes, eh, 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 and it takes a shirt off. Yeah. And his body's unbelievable for his He age. worked the tag. He was the last one to come in, and he like he slowed like slowed the young guys down. Yeah, yeah. And, like just very gradually put his arm in the air, and the crowd came up with him. Like just watching a pro, an uh, old pro. Speaking of pros, Rush knows how to get heat. Yes, the guy is an absolute monster at getting heat. He's amazing. Like, subtly as well, he's not having up all the time. You said it um, to me at the time. Did he think this was a house show rather than a TV tape? He dropped an F-bomb, didn't he? Just all, like, the F-bomb, like, the stalling stuff he was doing. He was just going out the crowd and, like, chucking, like, put the water through his hair and then just, like, covered three fans. Yeah, just, like, yeah. He, he couldn't give a toss in the energy. He couldn't give brilliant. a toss. Brilliant. Like, the good kind of don't yeah, give a toss. Uh-huh. Like, not giving... Not caring, but not giving any Fs. Yeah, really entertaining. Like, there was points where he was just hammering it up, and he was he dropped an F-bomb, I'm sure. He was like, Rush, it's Rampage. You know what the house rules, lad? Incredible. It's Rampage. It was incredible. And there was points as well where he got the heat, because he's a pro who knows what he's doing, because he's a great Rudo, right? Get Does all of this stuff to get the heat. Then when they start booing Rush, he was on the, the apron by the turnbook, waiting to tag in, just looking really confused at the reaction. <laughs> what are you booing me for? I don't know, dude. But like, he wasn't even having like shrugging his shoulders. Yeah. He looked genuinely confounded as to why he was getting heat. It was he's the best. His body language was unbelievable. They did like one of the like the stereo like face wash spots with the boot, and he did an intentionally lame one, and then he went back and did it again on his own. Like he kind of like like sort of like grazed his shoe over when they were all doing the super intense yeah, one yeah. and then he kind of looked and went that's something like that for the, was it just for the tranquilo pose yeah, yeah, yeah. then he went back and did a full spotted face <laughs> it looked like he hurt his eyes yeah <laughs> great so they claimed when uh, they laid down the challenge as you saw on television it's weird we're recording it obviously freaking before it goes out yes so there's any changes we do not know 
So that was pretty much the highlight of Rampage. Um, but it continues. <laughs> AEW capital M capital C must continue. And uh, the Guns and Ethan Page defeat Fresco Matic, Watson, and Joe Braxton. You liked these guys. I did. They had this. Um, they had really great gear. They had silver velour gear. Oh, yeah. One of them had, like, you remember, like, um, Seth Rollins. 2015, but with his entrance attire, with his top as well. That was his like full outfit, and he looked awesome. And they were doing this weird like chopping motion with the hands. And I'm at my core a lifetime Fed fan because like the whole policy is like, have you got a catchphrase that you like? Do you finish your promo with? Have you got a T-shirt that we could sell? And have you got like a hand gesture? Yeah. And it's like it's all those basics, and it's like they pretty much do. Yeah, yeah. Like, I like them. And that was only compounded when this match went somehow too long like how did it go too long when it was, that went too long yeah that's that's like it was just I don't know if this was the first point where I really started to like count the hours or think oh wait like, we're not even halfway through Rampage like it really makes you quite unfair on Rampage as a as a viewer because I'm just thinking we've still got all of this to go maybe unfair on the wrestlers Aye. like I like the guns I do I like their brand of like neggy little arseholes that get in people's way like they're just bothersome yeah. and I think there's like a real value to heels like that again like I said on Dynamite there's not enough out and out heels the guns do nothing to make you like them and I, I really like that about them but I don't even think this match for what the fact that the promo set something up for double or nothing it kind of made the match redundant yeah like let's just do the just two do the sides promo. yeah let's do the goddamn promo but and then the promo happened after the uh, the squash match win which was an excuse for the promo Um so Paige gets on the mic, says, hope the Hardys were watching, you're in for something similar, a double or nothing, etc., etc. Hardys came out and announced that as a result of Isaiah Cassidy being injured, they have a replacement, and then Hooker comes out, and he's still really over. Yeah. Somehow, despite being associated with this quite wretched storyline, that again, must continue. Jeff got a monster reaction. Jeff Hardy. This is still, is still for real, so isn't it? Over. Like, it's... This is what I say, like, I have problems with the storyline. If it was up to me, I would do it. And that's because if it was up to me, I would take note of what the audience are asking for. Mm. And they are begging for Jeff Hardy. They love Jeff Hardy. He was so goddamn over in this building. Um, but all that match was Akara Shida and Britt Baker defeating Marina Shafir and Nyla Rose. I thought the intent behind some Marina Shafir strikes was good here. Mm. And then there was a spot between Nyla Rose and Britt Baker that just went completely awry. I don't know what was going on there. Other than that, it was quite generic and I can't barely remember anything about it. But that might be because my body was crying. <laughs> jet, jet lagged. I'm sorry, or whinging. I didn't... My body knows soul dynamite because it was so good. Yeah. Listen to the dynamite review if you haven't already. And my body was crying. Jet lagged. Las Vegas is so hot. I didn't realise, well, I did, but I didn't. It's in a desert. Yeah. It's so hot. It's hot here. I'm too white and English for this. You're browning off lovely with your tan, by the way. All right, okay. caught the sun nicely. All right, okay. That's because I've put, like, literally layers of <laughs> sun cream out. On, in, on. And that leads me to the next part of my body malfunction, right? It's because I'm hot. I'm so tired. I can't tell if I'm hungry because I've only had one meal, but it was a massive door burger in America because, mm-hmm. of course, it was. And I'm bloated and I'm just sat there like a miserable sack <laughs> of crap. And what then happens is because I'm too white for my own good and I'm too pale, is that the, the, the layers of 
<laughs> sun cream I've applied to myself, mm. and the sweat converged to drip into my eyes, and they're itching and they're bloodshot. <laughs> and I think the more I rub them, I just look like I've been at one of the dispensaries. I have not. And this is rampage, baby. This is rampage, baby. <laughs> and I'm sat there feeling fat. My eyes are burning. Am I tired or am I just fat? Am I hungry or am I just too fat to be hungry? Am I hungry because I'm, my fat looks almost hungry? And then, and then I'm sat there and my eyes are burning and I'm tired and I hear in the ad breaks, it's a show you've all been waiting on. It's like, I haven't been waiting for this. I've never sat there in rapt anticipation of going, right, okay, yeah, 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 you're blowing, exhausted. Uh, kind of day drunk and hung over at the same time because mm-hmm. you've had a few beers. Two dollar beers. Your eyes are burning. Yeah. Okay. It's a show you've all been waiting on. Like, <laughs> I've never wanted to wait for that experience. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I was kind of wanting to avoid it, if anything. This was. Um... We'll talk. I'm sorry. We'll talk about some cool ROH stuff, non spoilers. Yeah. This After, was. Like... Actually, no, it'll be. The ring, the ring of Honor tape will be finished tomorrow, so then we'll be able to give your opinion on it. Yeah, I liked. I, there wasn't a lot I liked about this match. There's no takeaways really. Like Britt Baker and uh, Hikaru Shida win, and then we've got the angle afterwards. But Shida was very over. Shida, Shida was really Shida over. Was about twenty five hundred people at this point. Sh- seeing Shida Baker and Nyla Rose wrestle was proper. Oh. AEW, yeah. there was something about seeing them because they've been there from the beginning. They're like really established. They're very important in the history of the women's division. The strange and potted history it might be, but they're crucial to it, you know. And it was really like nice seeing them out in the ring. And Shafia is improving. Like we've got to give credit because she takes her licks online. Let's yeah. be realistic about this. So like I'm seeing like loads of improvements from Marina Shafia. This matter was sloppy in places. I do wonder if they'll just clean it up in the edit. You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help 
a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Because you can, I suppose. She wasn't um, to blame for any of it, though, I don't think. There was a kick-ass finish um, that Sheeda and Baker have obviously been able to work out where now, when the heel is trying to counter getting caught in the lockjaw, she just kicks the head off to Jerry, yeah, yeah, to Jerry, yeah. Steve Carino style. So this, in this case, it was Shafia, and like Shakari, uh, hits her, and Shafia has no choice but to fall backwards. And when she falls backwards, Brit's there waiting with the hand, yeah. and that's like an awesome tag finisher of like these two knowing each other's bits so well that because they can, they're yeah, together. Good stuff. That. Really good. Uh, main event was Lee Morgan. Oh, the post match as well. They um, they beat down Jimmy. Beat down Hayer. Jimmy Hayer. That, that um, could mean that could be quite significant. That couldn't it? Well, Sean Ross Sapp has reported that um, she is just injured. Yeah. And he expects a pretty seismic change. Yeah. He's talking about winds of change. I don't know if that means, oh, well, they're going to do Baker versus uh, Tony Storm or whatever. Yeah. It seemed to indicate to me, and I'm, look, I'm inferring, and Sean Ross Sapp probably won't like me doing this, but maybe they're going to overhaul it or just do something completely different or do something mm. um, because he didn't. And again, I'm putting words in the dude's mouth. I shouldn't be doing this, but... So he said this. We're recording this on Thursday. This podcast could go out Friday or Saturday, depending on Rampage airs. The story could have changed six times. Yeah. So we've only got what we've got now. I'm just going to be quiet. Okay. That's what I'm going to do. It, but it was, well, it was very backstage. It wasn't even an in-the-ring thing. It was very tacked on, wasn't it? Very so that was it felt like it was there to protect an injured wrestler. It had yeah. that vibe about it in the, on the night. Kinesio tape all over here to shoulder. Um, and weirdly, they might tell you on Rampage in post once they've scrambled to make a plan or finalised a plan what the new match is going to be for the women's title. Yeah. Um, but the implication here was, if this was the men's world title programme and one of the pillars had got injured on whatever had happened, this would have been clarified on Dynamite, mm. well ahead of the pay-per-view, and it was just yet another sobering reminder of where the priorities lie because... You put men in this position and it doesn't go down like this. No. At all. The champion especially. MJF gets injured. It's the biggest thing on the show. Yeah. Of course it is. Of course it is. Yeah. Of course it is. Main event was uh, Big Bill and Lee Moriarty against the best friends. Back and forth. Yeah. Some good spots. And I'll tell you what, right? It's not ironic. We think he's a great performer. We were dog-tired at this point. And Big Bill's <laughs> incredible patter lifted us up and yeah. got us over the edge for this rampage statement because he's just the best. Um, I can't remember that much of it, so you can do some of the play by play. <laughs> but there was one choke slam spot in particular from Big Bill to Chuck Taylor, and Chuck Taylor just takes the best bump. He makes this dude look like a killer, and I think it's a pretty bold win. Like best friends, yeah. People love best friends. We saw an absolutely fantastic uh, best friends T-shirt. We did, yes. On a really cool uh, fan and his friend, and they were just. Really nice guys. Um, but best friends, like Tenpole AW Tag Team, you were talking before about how it was weird to see Sheeta and mm. Rose and Britt Baker. Like, people love the best friends. They've been eternally over. They've always been that gatekeeper. They've always had feuds with the other teams when the title picture's not really factored them in. And they have just a beloved cult, folk hero act in AW. And they did the job to Moriarty and Big Bill, who they've teamed more than once several times at this point maybe they're getting set up for an FTR TV title match between 
um, Double or Nothing and the uh, Big Summer Shows. I could see it now, the firm are finished and they're working as a team together. I thought they were tremendous. Like, they had proper tag team charisma. Yeah. They looked like mates that enjoyed being arsey little yeah. mates. It was Derek Craig. Like, I knew you were trying to like stumble for the name yeah, there because yeah. I couldn't remember it. So I was checking it out. He tweeted us after the fact, Derek, he was doing some close-up magic for us. Yeah. In the, in like, in the hallway of a Vegas casino and we're getting close-up magic done. It felt great. Um, in Copperfield, if anything. If anything. Like, so thank you for that, Derek. I want to come back to the MGM in like five years' time and see Derek Reed. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. right now it's Copperfield with like an alien coming out of a bear's mouth and I was like, I don't think he does that for me. Yeah, yeah. A di- it's a dinosaur. Yeah, yeah. How has he brought the dinosaurs back and why is nobody reporting Copperf- it? Copperfield's poster for his show looks like a YouTube thumbnail. It does. It's, like, it's doing the impossible. It's because it He's got a chainsaw and he's cutting his oven off. Come and see it live. His legs are never going to be reattached. And that's it. The dinosaur doesn't eat them first. There's <laughs> a dinosaur. There's a dinosaur on it. I have to go on. Go on. Yeah, should we go? We'll review Copperfield. How much do you think Copperfield oh, Hundreds, man. Hundreds of dollars. Uh, like in a minimum. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the David Copperfield live review. Yeah. It's too long. We're really <laughs> tired by the end. No, um, I... It disappeared in front of my very eyes. But I couldn't see because they were burning because of the sun motion. So I'm in the desert. Big Bill, right, I never want to, do I want to vindicate an awful man's takes? Sometimes. Vince McMahon's whole, everyone's got to be massive, Rick Rude, you're looking a little soft, pal, whatever. Yeah. His warped idea of what a wrestler look like has obviously been disproven a hundred million times, right? And it's physio- physiologically impossible or profoundly damaging. And Yeah, super dangerous, a legacy of death and decay and awful things as a result of this obsession that he's had. However, right, because AEW is the place where that, let's call it what it is, sizest attitude doesn't exist yeah. and every style can thrive. And frankly, in AEW, Brian Danielson would beat the ever loving piss out of Big Bill rather than having to like scrap from underneath like in yeah. 2018 when he first came back because that's just what Vincent Man believes. It's great. It's how it should be like. Who's the best fighter? Who's the best wrestler? Who's the best whatever? Your best skill versus my best skill. Who wins? Big Bill's best skill is being massive, and there's more of the smaller guys. Yeah. So he looked enormous. He towered over everybody. He's in great shape. He's moving fantastically I well. I think I said to you, he's massive. Yeah. Like 10 different times on the bounce. He's, he's, I couldn't get over how massive this dude was. He is massive. Like, he is the absolute biggest. Like, and that's that's sometimes enough. Yeah. It's not, and as well, like, we're undermining him because he can go. Like, he's really, like, found his groove in the ring again. I think there was no, like, we weren't maybe as high on... Remember, like, William Morrissey, was he as MJF's mercenary? Yes. Right, we weren't anywhere near so as high. We... Yeah. Yeah. This is different. Like, he's back in every sense, and he's working hard for his spot, and I'm with you on the tag title thing as well. He did. Like, again, there wasn't much to pick up from the match. The same chokes on for the finish. He did it on the apron as well. Yeah. And, like, Big Bill's, like, his head's, like, top of his head's... Like the crest of his head is like near the top rope. So if you think of the height that he's getting on the ringside to be able to slam Chucky T onto the, the apron, he's brilliant. Like he's really great at that kind of like that impact stuff. And he's good at like working the crowd. We were like, all the heels had the back to us because we were like behind the hard camera. So like every now and then he just turned around and jaw jack with the ringsiders. And he doesn't love that. Yeah. Like that's really great and that. Big Bill's for me. But he always, I liked Big Cast too. Like I'm not trying to be like a sort of, I liked your early work. I've just liked yeah, all yeah, your yeah. work. <laughs> Right. He does, he does the. Uh, remember, I'm gonna lose my job in WWE entrance. He does that. That was part of his act. Yeah. He, had, he had a lawyer in his mouth at the start. <laughs> he's a bit. He's, he's class. Wish all the best for him. Right. You stuck with us this long. You know us by now. Sometimes we can be too negative, or I can be too negative. But if you've lasted this long, you'll probably like indulge me. Let's talk about the Ring of Honor piss take. 
<laughs> right, okay. Again, 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 optional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't yeah. have to stay. Very few people took the option mm. not to stay, <laughs> in fact, right? So what happens is they do um, four matches, right? Mm-hmm. If you don't want any, you don't even want to know the pairings because you're entering of honor so much. I'm not taking the piss, you might be. Stop, yeah, yeah. Stop listening now. Yeah. Right. So they do four matches before Dynamite. And I'm thinking, didn't need to do two of them. Um, but they do because they've got this incessant need to want to do Ring of Honor. I would honestly, if you're really one of those wrestling fans with loads of free time, gobble everything up, but you do sometimes go on, well, I want to know if it's good first. Trisha Dora mm-hmm. versus Sky Blue. Yeah. It was really fun. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Some wicked suplexes in there. Like we were sort of like getting proper into it, like yeah. it was a dynamite match at times. So that's well worth che- checking out. Uh, Billy Cage and Willie Mack did their match. Yes. And it was so much fun. And Willie Mack is so over. So a great lie to watch that stuff. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know always if like it can really be captured on television. But that's the thing that you look like Brian Cage has eight friggin' men yeah. in one jacked guy. We didn't talk about, and it's Rampage, so we still have to, and we'll bring it's reminding me of Brian Cage. The stupid ending. Oh Christ! Sorry. Like right, so. Oh my God! The heels sorry. win the heels okay. win a tag match, yeah, and yeah, you're thinking yeah. this is Rampage, baby, but it's not Rampage, oh, baby. Okay. Before I got my Ring of Honor mini rant, so sorry, bad, bad recap. Um, at the end of the match, well, near the finish, <laughs> when you never ever see it ever happen at any other point other than when there's a battle royal about to happen. There's like heels, like the Butcher and the Blade and the Sabian mm-hmm. are in the audience observing. Yeah. And like, there's another tag team observing and it's a tag team match and I'm thinking are you doing some kind of tag team thing for the kickoff at double or nothing or what's going on here mm-hmm. and then no it's all this incredibly contrived setup for um, the blackjack battle royale which will incorporate half the female tag teams oh, yeah. so what they're going to eliminate each other or just help each other and then so it's all it's all just a bit of a mess where's Takeshita mm. like I think he'll play a part now. I, can't really I think so. But we'll do a preview. Um, and then it's the most convoluted. They're only there to make the brawl happen. That may, that means the brawl's fake. And then, me and Hamlet spot, and I don't know if this will get edited out on TV or if it's made the rounds on Twitter or whatever. Um, Keith Lee, who by all accounts is like such a nice bloke, yeah. mild-mannered bloke, that he can't even bring himself to put, like to portray an aggressive man because it's, just, it's not on his... like just not a part of him at all and he tried to say this to like I can't play the bear cat like I, I think it makes more sense for someone to piss me off and then I can get into that character he had a really uh, sort of vicious, fiery exchange with fiery exchange with a ringside fan mm. someone's rattled him I was like how do you do that Yeah, it's like a disgusting achievement yeah potentially uh, it was strange it was well, it, 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 you know when they want to try, like contrive to make some chaos and that's why you have these brawls yeah it did end up feeling a bit like that, but not for the right reasons. Yeah, yeah, um, I was laughing at um, Keith Lee and Dustin Rhodes basically perpetrating a two-on-one beatdown as the babyfaces on Brian Cage. They were just absolutely battering him because they were trying to set up, oh, here, come swerve for the save. He's scared of Keith Lee. He's going to walk away. So he does that. You have all that. Then just go back to beating him up. Yeah. There's like, there's no, where's this going? They're just beating up Brian Cage just to beat him up because the show's off the air. Orange Cassidy at this point is in the ring holding the title off. It's like you're still just hitting Brian Cage. Yeah. Like you've you've forgotten what we're doing here. Yeah. And I oh, really fake feeling and just yeah, the wrong kind of chaos. Like it's not that like Anarchy in the Arena, 
the whole point is like you don't know where to look and that's a good thing yeah like where, where can I, I what might I be missing this is like I don't know where to look where's the good stuff yeah like worst way around bizarre right we're gonna just I'm gonna yeah ring of honour yeah please do for a bit, right? so there's two matches from that four hour part A taping if you like that honestly really fun live TV probably is in essentials pro wrestling gets mm-hmm. but they were good really enjoyed them we were really into both matches and then they say that we've got two Ring of Honor title matches for you coming up so stick around featuring Athena and Katsuyuri Shibata oh my god and um, we've got work to do yeah and we need to do it and we want to do it and it's AEW work that we're here is for is that after Dynamite and Rampage yeah so yeah so we've seen we've seen everything we've seen, pretty much at this point, then it's like, at this point. but you're like you promised two title matches and it's Peter Shabbat and Athena it's people you want to see yeah. as well so it's like alright okay yeah so what happens is um, what's the ring announcer uh, Bobby Cruz Bobby Cruz says we've now gone unannounced um, IWGP television championship match. yeah it's a television championship television champion because I misheard it as North American and got really excited and then was brought back I love Zack Sabre Jr but was brought down to earth when it was on Battle Cry yeah because I misheard and Zack Sabre Jr had a match with Rocky Romero uh-huh and it was really good. Yeah. If it was on Dynamite as a bonus, you'd think, oh, this is ace. Yeah. Because Zack Sabre Jr. is great, Rocky Romero is really underrated, and all the rest of it. And there's one spot where Rocky Romero sat up, um, Sabre Jr. is kicking his back, and then he goes, flippish, at the same time as he does this missile drop kick. <laughs> yeah. And it's really funny, and it's so in character. But they didn't announce that this was happening. They've said, an unannounced match, mm-hmm. as if to say... You're getting even more, and it's like there's about 900 people in the MGM Grand. It looks you could not have watched on at this, and you can't write a better like article or editorial about the state, the uh, untenable state of Ring of Honor mm. by looking at the product and the backdrop. You've got the product that isn't too dissimilar to the AEW product, so it's kind of redundant as it is, and then the a 1920th MT MGM Grand. You've got that arena as the reality of what Ring of Honor is, and then Tony Khan is like the Homer eating donuts meme. And like he can't get enough. I'll oh, more, more, more. Please give me more. He announced it as like an unannounced special attraction. It is. It's NSJ. is awesome. Thinking that like everyone's going to stay because he's got more energy than anyone else in the world. Tony Khan. Yeah. And I don't think he's ever grasped that. No one's got the energy that he does. Mm. It's the same with the. Um, the Casino Battle Royals he can concentrate on four people coming out because he's got four jobs and his mind can just do this <laughs> yeah. nobody else does yeah. it's weird so then that's uh, so, right okay we'll watch ZSJ's class now I thought right okay if Shabbat's on next probably well, might stick around it'll be bleak because it won't feel like Shabbat because Shabbat's an aura guy who can make a packed crowd feel like they're watching this guy who just cannot lose because it's too hard. Clock and then, watching for work purposes. Yeah, yeah and that's yeah. the thing as well. So you're like mindful of. Like I would stay for Shabbat, but like I, we had we had yeah. to leave. We had to leave. Yeah. ages ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And then Shabbat is not next. Neither is Athena. No, they do a, one of the most random ROH matches you'll ever see. Why we're in the sixth hour of this taping? And I thought, right, we're, we're just going to go and do some work. We're going to miss Shabbat. I hated that because I think Shabbat is like an absolute legend. Second favourite match of all time. Shabbat is in it. Mm-hmm. Personally. 
and we feel bad. And then we read that there was more. <laughs> there were 11 matches taped for Ring of Honor in total, according to a spoiler report I read, which I won't read out here. Four of which were before Dynamite. There was seven after Rampage. I will. Shabbat was on second last. I'll only want to watch these matches because I need to see how they like that crowd. I need to see how they like the crowd, and I want to be able to see like how few remain. Yeah, because it's just it, it, like it, it doesn't look good. It didn't feel good being in the building. There weren't many fans that were up for much. Like I admire the ones that were. There was a line of Brits going crazy for ZSJ. Yeah, crazy. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't want to end it on this bleak note, but we're going to preview Double or Nothing and go crazy at some point. So yeah. this isn't like you know the lasting impression of the AEW week, but Ring of Honor is an imposition that needs to be really, really thought about. Like, thought about deeply, in my personal opinion. We, it, it just doesn't add anything. Look, we're on the precipice of... And everything that's good in Ring of Honor, you could just do an AEW. Like, I think Ring of Honor is a problem, but I think at this point it's, it's a symptom of a problem more. We're on the precipice of collision starting, and what you're witnessing with Ring of Honor, it's, it's got a red ring and the ROH let's say the AW one like we're in the content era yeah we're in the content super service era of AW and we saw what happened to WWE like do not this is it's really hard to like articulate sometimes we're very fortunate that we can do it over like a long form conversation but just please understand that like oh like whinging about wrestling because they're working it or something like that because you do see that as well yeah, it's like yeah. you know the only people I see whinging about more wrestling are people that cover it not the fans and it's like please remember what WWE was before that succumbed to content super yeah. service and over delivery of what you want and how much more you might have cared for it because like these are red flags yeah like they're red aprons and they're red flags because it's just it's a lot now and we're about to get two more hours and Rampage is about to be relegated like so Ring of Honor is about to be relegated yeah. and half of these wrestlers are supposedly getting reps and at this point reps is in inverted commas because it is it even an arena rep if you're in an arena with so few people is it not worse well like, I, I, that's one thing I will say is that Sky Blue is improving all of the time mm-hmm. and uh, her, putting her in, fr- in front of a enthused not like in the magic of the dynamite moment but up for some wrestling yeah like she's performed and you know Evolved well within that sort of setup that they've got going, but just do a house show. And well, you're doing them. You're doing them. That's I think that's a greater solution than Ring of Honor. And obviously they binned off dark and dark elevation without the need for rankings. Again, would like would rankings have helped any of these? Probably not. As much as I love them, yeah. I don't think they'd have helped get these up. If this was like a dark a long a taping as long yeah. for dark, I don't think that would have been any better. I'll say, just to preempt one more thing before we sign off, I need a two dollar beer from the downstairs <laughs> after a long, long morning little sleep is that there will be maybe some listeners who've gone and if you're around please say hello yeah that will say we went mad for Ring of Honor right until the end there were 500 of you or something cool and that's optional optional and it's optional but priorities but if you get 500 people in the MGM grant to go crazy over Ring of Honor that's not right. Mm, <laughs> it yeah. just isn't. Um, but we'll see how all of that goes. And again, Double or Nothing is coming your way imminently. Hours two. Really looking forward to the preview for that. Like, really looking forward to the preview for that. That should drop on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll have some other stuff on the feeds for you before then. Check out the Dynamite review if you have not already. Um, are we previewing other Fed stuff? Uh, yes, we've got. So hopefully, yeah. none of this is confirmed yet, but hopefully... Um, Actually, this will be dropping on Friday, Saturday. Some of it you might have already seen. We are trying to work out ways to stream 
SmackDown, because we can watch it in Vegas time, and Night of Champions. Um, but just keep glued to all the usual feeds. Twitter, uh, Simon Miller will be on them, so have yeah. a look at Miller's feed if you haven't already. Check out the videos we've done this week, because you might catch a glimpse of Simon Miller in the beautiful Las Vegas backdrop, and it looks awesome here. Glistening. He's, he looks Vascular, at, glistening. Oh, what a man. In his element, a total professional, incredible at his job. So check out YouTube as well. The only man that you could like see recording in Vegas and like not look at the Vegas backdrop yeah, yeah, so yeah. he looks so good against it yeah so like natural Jack, wonder he is he is a natural wonder gonna, we're going to tell him that when we yeah, go downstairs yeah, he's, he's going to feel really awkward about it no there's yeah, all, yeah, all this very very uh, humble and self-deprecating so we've got all this and probably more coming yeah. your way on the podcast feed on YouTube um, check out Ups and Downs with Dynamite if you want on the whatculture.com slash WWE website and for more of the podcasts that we produce if you haven't already subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, wherever. Thank you once again for taking time out of your day to listen to two very tired Brits <laughs> in their late 30s bemoaning the content era. Um, but until then, we will be happier soon, I promise. Um, I can't promise anything. Um, bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.